Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, good show today. We've got Jacob Landsmere on for the special sports report about the soccer. Yeah, FIFA World Cup. Australia won a game. It's the third time at the World Cup from five World Cups that we've won a game. What a beautiful sport it is. It's just, I love how disappointed we were with France. We're like, ah, oh, look at us. We're crap. We need a better team and a better coach. Ah, oh, we won a game. We could win the whole thing. Yeah, I tell you, if we draw against Denmark this week, public holiday. You reckon? Public holiday. They just got to, people are already asking for one because Saudi Arabia got one. What they forget is that like Saudi Arabia is like run by a rich prince. Albanese is not a rich prince. No, he's from the housing project. <laughs> uh, we every day, up... a, I was going to say, every day is <laughs> when you were. Sorry, that's oh. not true. That's not true. I just mean like they get day, days off all the time. Because, <laughs> you know, the no job. No, this is. Oh, I thought you were having a crack then at politicians, which I would. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they do sorry, any work? Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Oh, they they always have heaps of days off. I was actually having um, a go at the young <laughs> people in housing. <laughs> the underprivileged. Yeah. That's what I Jeez. was doing. Stop showing off. That's what I felt like one man was doing to me this weekend. Just showing off mm. when there was no need to. I'm no. not in. I'm not impressed because anything would impress me in this moment. Yeah, it'd be like going to go buy a car and he starts doing a wheelie. You're like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> and in a car. I'm like, there's no need for yeah. this. I'll buy the car. I'm already impressed. Uh, but we'll kick off the show the only way we know how, which is making fun of the biggest headlines from around the world. Politics. Crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. We'll give him the news. Perth Lord Mayor Basil Zemplis wants a special extended trading hours zone for retailers in Perth CBD, allowing them to stay open after 5pm on weekends. He said, why should we complain shops are empty during the week? We should get to complain about it on the weekends too. <laughs> Because no one goes there because it's very stabby. Uh, <laughs> Lionel Messi is set to join the American Soccer League MLS for the team Miami. He will be the highest paid player being paid $41 million worth of cocaine. Because it's Miami. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but apparently uh, it's the David Beckham club. He's like, it's going to be a free transfer. That's one thing I actually want to find out about soccer. Like pay, you have to pay sometimes to just get people over. Yeah. Uh, but is he a free agent though? So uh, if, it must be. If your contract has ended, you can just walk. I don't yeah. know. It's looking a little messy. Hey. Don't give me that. Uh, finally, Australian cricketers will take a stand against racism in the upcoming Test series against the West Indies by taking a knee on home soil for the first time. They say racism really affects the team and is something they're quite passionate about. As David Warner's cousin's brother works with a guy that knows someone he thinks is indigenous. Because. It's a very white sport. It is. I've often <laughs> thought that. We have many we have many people from India and and Pakistan in Australia and we and we only have Usman Khawaja. It's like yeah. that doesn't add up. No, it doesn't, hence the knees. Yeah. No, it's good. It's uh very poignant, very uh, thought provoking. <laughs> Lamar who and Mitch, I had the I had the strangest meal. Uh, on the weekend. Yeah, I think I saw highlights. What, uh... <laughs> it was worth a highlight because throughout the course of this meal, I had to shoot the pork. We had to smash 
parsley and uh, even heat up our own little sauce. Uh, because it was like an interactive dining experience. Yeah, at one point, were you holding a Nerf gun? Yeah. Like, I just saw, I saw like literally like two seconds of this. What was it? So the Nerf gun specifically was uh, I had a, like a pork filet mignon and the waiter comes out and he, it's this French place and the waiter's like, and here is your pork filet mignon. He's like, but oh no, the chef. He has forgotten to put salt on. Uh... So you're going to have to put the salt on yourself. With his gun. Sorry, he's got German. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So every, th- every dish that came out was missing something that then you added. Okay. Well, like he mentioned, he's French. I would have thought he said, oh, you've got the gun. Now put it down and go home like they do in war. Yeah, so now put up the white flag. <laughs> now, what, uh, so what's the place, like, what's it, it called? Like, not the restaurant name, but, like, is it like a type of restaurant? It's similar to, like... Have you heard of degustation yeah. restaurants? It's similar to that. It's okay. set menu. Like you, you have to get three courses. Yeah, and then yeah, each course is interactive based on what you like chose. So uh, <laughs> interactive, as in like we want you to do a little bit of the work. Yeah, but it's like it's pretty fun. It was pretty amazing. It looked cool. We thought at first, oh, this is a bit gimmicky, but yeah. it just became good fun because my wife, she had the duck, and the guys like. Oh, mon ami, alas, there is no parsley on the plate. Mm. And he's like, here, dip it in li- liquid nitrogen. Really? <laughs> and you take the parsley, you put it in liquid nitrogen, and then he holds it above your plate. And he's like, clap your hands. And you clap, and it shatters, and parsley sprinkles, like, all really? over your plate. Yeah, it's fantastic. And then the dessert was the dessert was a real highlight. It was a black forest cake, which is like chocolate and cherry. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, over here, you have a delicious uh, cherry cream. He's like, but, oh, no, it is still, like, quite cold. It's not a sauce. Yeah. It's, like, stuck in the spoon. You're going to have to heat up the spoon with a, with a little fire. What? They light a fire on your plate. There's, like, flammable liquid. And then you hold the spoon over the top. And you're, and like, you heat it up. And, you, and you're warming it up. And uh, and I was thinking it, and I didn't want to because I was like I was with my yeah. I was with my wife's like family and her grandparents, yeah. and her grandmother goes, "Isn't this how you make heroin?" Across <laughs> 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 me and about twenty five other men yesterday attended something I didn't know existed. It was a barbecue school. Ah, barbecue and lousy barbecue. Look, what do you mean? It was basically a 30 to 45-year-old male kindy. Like, there were wives dropping off their husbands. There were girlfriends dropping off their boyfriends. Uh, if you're 30 to 45, you could be subjected to Perth's barbecue school. It was in the big smoke, looking after the big smoke, <laughs> and learning out how to smoke. Uh, look, it was very, very weird. Look, when you hit 30, mate, you'll get there in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, you have a choice of... Three personality types. You can either get into your lawn, mm-hmm. okay, really passionate about Don't that. Don't have lawn. You can either learn how to smoke meats, or you can learn how to play golf. You know, ooh, ooh, just pick All one. Right. You can pick one, you can pick two, you can pick three. I've still got time, but one's already off the table. Look, it's just, it was very weird, but what? it was basically <laughs> like, imagine like a TAFE course, yeah. except just for like how to smoke meat. So, but yeah, so I, this is one I need to clarify. Are we talking American-style barbecue? Because everyone, every man, I think, innately 
It's mm. born into them. Every Australian man can cook a snag and a steak on the barbie. Yeah, it's like real barbie. We, it's we real, know that. It's real barbecuing. So American yeah. barbecue. Because, like, just chucking a snag on the barbie and, like, charring it until it's, like, burnt. That. That, do but that. No, but that's basically just, like, that's what the socceroos call, you know, they're like, oh, we're playing football. And everyone's like, not really. That's the same with barbecuing. So, smoking meats, right? We all gather around and, look, there was no uniform, but... It was like an unofficial uniform. And I'm not kidding. 20 out of the 25 men were wearing cargo shorts. Of course. Yep. Because you've got to have the pockets. Yes. The season ends. <laughs> and they all stood around for six hours. Well, smoking meat takes a while. Six hours yeah. while we watched a man, watched a man, yeah. smoke some meat and talk about it. <laughs> it was... Why did you go? It was a birthday present. It was okay, so it was a birthday present that you mm. finally cashed in. Okay. Yeah. Were you by yourself? No, I was with my brother in law. Okay, so you got to go with uh, you. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of like father son bonding moments. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that. And it's just like all I learnt from that. Like it was, it was lovely because you are not a very good cook. I'm a so good. I hope I'm you learned sufficed, something. I'm a suffice cook. I am fine <laughs> at what I need to do. Uh, no, like it may, <sighs> the thing is, is they said it was a, uh, beginner's like, like basic barbecuing. Yeah. It was not basic enough because the man had already had the barbecue lit with coals in it. Do you know how to light coals? I don't know. Do you <laughs> hold them? Do you hold the lighter underneath it? No one knows. You know what I mean? I need you that. You wanted step one. I needed like. Introduction. I needed like, so he's like, get your barbecue. And I needed like. Where do you buy a barbecue? What kind? What's a barbecue? Like if we're smoking. We need a smoker. Do I get a wet? Like what? I know Weber's a word, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? There's yeah. no like, I don't know enough. So I need like barbecue for dummies. That's Did what he? I need. What about meats? Were you as lost when he was like, get yourself, get yourself some nice chuck, and you're like, where's what's the chuck? Oh, they started talking about like different types of cuts. Yeah. The only thing I can take away from this is that when you make a burger. Mm-hmm. And you put it through the mincer, because that's what we're doing. Yeah, you've got to do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. 30 70. Of? I don't know. <laughs> 30 70. For us, Bunnings. That's it. That's, it's um, the Bunnings theme. Everyone knows the Bunnings theme. No, and this is the thing. Uh, there has been some, and I'm going to say some elderly, out of touch folk. Uh, because they've jumped on a Facebook group recently and complained that Bunnings doesn't have the customer service that it once did. They say they said they've looked around the store and there's nobody there to help you. And can I just defend Bunnings? Have you ever been into Bunnings with an elderly gentleman, like 40 and above? Have you seen at the level of disregard that they give those employees. Oh, I yeah. have never... Like, they sweep away Bunnings' help like you're Steve Smith in a test series. Like They're just like, see you later. Don't need any of that. See you later. My dad, lovely man, I think it's the equivalent of when, like, a toddler asks for help. Like, and they just go, you can't... Like, you can't help me. I don't, I don't, yeah, need, I don't need absolutely. you. absolutely. And I reckon that Bunnings is like, well, well, even if this is true, it's like, I guess we just stop employing people. Like... Why would you? You guys never need them. So, yeah, it's like they're there in their mind potentially for all the young people mm. uh, who come in through the doors. Yep. If they see a man over forty, they're like, 
He knows what he's here for. And even if he doesn't, he thinks he does. He thinks he does. Like, does he need help? Probably. He'd rather check every aisle in the whole warehouse yeah. than ask for, sorry, Mum, do you know where the drill bits are? Why is that? Why is it that as men, we would rather die than ask for help? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even mean that. Are you okay? Didn't <laughs> yeah. Talk to him, mate. <laughs> Ask him where the drill bits are. <laughs> Triple M at Mitchell and Michael joining us on the line now as he loves to on a Monday for a sports wrap. It's the favourite sports reporter, Jacob Landsmere. G'day, Jacob. Morning, guys. Yeah, morning, Michael. Morning, Mitchell. Nice to be chatting uh, out of another big weekend of sport. I don't get, um, I don't get too, too quiet at the moment. There's some big weekends of sport. It's always nice to talk it with you guys. Yeah, now, uh, of course, we've got to talk the Socceroos staying yeah. alive with Tunisia. Is that a result we expected 1-0 against them? Oh, I'm not sure if you can ever expect a World Cup result. You only have to look at some of the results so far that have gone against the grain, but... We haven't won a World Cup match since 2010. That was in South Africa. I think you and I were still in school back then, so that's how long it's been. A couple of World Cup editions without a win, a few draws in there, but Mitch Duke's header uh, giving Australia a a win and a chance of going through to the next stage. So good to beat Tunisia. It was a game we circled before the tournament, said we should win. Now we've got to try and beat Denmark on Thursday morning. What's the chances of that, or more likely to get a draw? A draw might be the safe result. I think as Australian sports lovers, we like to see our teams win, but we'll take a draw. So if we can get a 1-0 advantage, that'd be fantastic. Then you can try and park the bus, um, or you can go the other way. Maybe an early goal's conceded. You're trying to find an equaliser late. But yeah, either way, I think a draw's attainable. A win might be a little bit tougher. Denmark have got some good players. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. Um, it'll be a really good contest and so much on the line to make the round of 16. Now, if you're kind of over football or you're not loving the soccer, uh, what's happening around uh, the other sports? Well, have you heard about Test Cricket? Oh, Test right. Cricket's back in Australia on Wednesday. It's here in Perth and it's received minimal attention, mainly because of all the Justin Langer stuff that's playing out in the background at the minute. The former Australian coach and Great West Australian. But, yeah, there's a Test match at the, uh, the Optus Stadium. On, on uh, Wednesday it starts, so I'm not sure that's great timing. A lot of people like to get to the test over the weekend, but the West Indies aren't a strong test nation, so it could finish by Friday or early Saturday. You've only got a, a very brief window to attend if you're working Wednesday, Thursday, like most of us. So I'm not sure what sort of a, a test match we're going to get, but certainly the ball will whiz around, I think. There'll be plenty of pace and bounce, and Australia will be heavy favourites to win the test match. Now, Justin Langer's doing the rounds uh, on the old yes. podcasts and uh, whatnot. Uh, do you think we could ever get a return uh, to the Australian coaching ranks? Oh, I think I think he's sort of digging himself a bit of a hole that he might be able to get out of. Uh, he's he's a great Australian cricketer. He's a, he's made his mark as a coach, but now it just seems like he's sort of he's throwing mud on the way out. Um, he's not the first disgruntled employee to be moved on from a position. Uh, and he won't be the last, but it just feels right now like Justin Langer is is swinging uh, from the hip as he walks out uh, as Australian coach, and maybe maybe staying quiet for a little while would do him and his reputation the world of good. On a bit more of a brighter note, uh, Daisy Pierce gets her grand final, gets the premiership with the D's yesterday. Huge, magnificent, really. I mean, she's been the she has been the poster woman of the competition since it started. And there was talk that she was going to give it away earlier on in the year. She's highly sought after. She's a commentator. Geelong wants her as a, as a coach in their men's system. So she will move very seamlessly into the next stage. And, and that might be her final game. It would be a fitting way to go out. She loves the game. She's a great ambassador for the game. And, 
Uh, it was a narrow win yesterday for, for the Demons. They won by four points at Springfield. Michael Voss Oval, which is a new facility, which is where the Lions are going to be based for the next few years, uh, while the Gabba's been rebuilt for the Olympics. But um, for Daisy Pearce, a wonderful moment, probably the crowning glory of a, an incredible contribution to the women's game. Jacob Lansmere, great stuff as always, mate. Nice to chat to you guys. Have a great week. Uh, letting you know the man that said he'd donate 50 bucks because there's a colleague of ours doing a can. Like, you donate a can, she'll write an extra K on yep. this thing she's doing. Uh, he said he'd give 50 bucks. We said, how many cans is that? It would be 22. 22 so, Ks. <laughs> one guy. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. That's a bit of a flex yep. to go, I can donate how many cans of food? I can, do- I can donate all mm. of that. That's a little bit of a flex. Huge flex. Sometimes I think people flex thinking they need to show that they have credibility, that yeah. they know what they're doing, they know what they're talking about. But it, it just come off as a bit of a show pony. I was at a music store on the weekend. Okay, I get it. You're a musician. No, that's not my flex. <laughs> I wasn't shopping for me. I was completely out of my depth. Okay. I was looking at like drums. Okay. Yep. And it's like I don't know what I'm talking. I don't know what I'm looking at, mate. I'm not a drummer. Yeah, don't even know. You're like, do I need four hitty things? Yeah, the drum salesman comes along and say, like, mate, you can just tell yeah. me whatever you like, like and a- I'll believe you. Like, what's the metal hat called? You know, the, <laughs> the high hat. Yeah. See, there boom, done. There is no low hat though, which is annoying. But now. We were looking for this it, kind of like a like a bongo drum, okay. Yep. So like a bongo drum, and uh, he he's like, yeah, let me let me see how this one sounds for you, kind okay. of thing. And it's like, just give you a little demo. I'm like, okay, yep. I'm expecting this, yeah, like a little beat. Good job, mate. Works. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds good. Awesome. Sounds like a drum. Yeah, it's a that's drum. That's all you need. Good job, mate. I'll take it. Keeping in mind, I know nothing about drums. Yep. Told him to his face. I'm like, I'm a guitarist. Yep. And uh, you said I'm a bit of a drum ass. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so that was so. Well, low. he was the one who then proceeded to act like a bit of a drum ass because this is instead what he played. It's like, okay. I'm sorry. Did you? All did, right, mate. Did you teleport to a resort in Tunisia? <laughs> I'm like, calm, calm down, mate. I get it. I get you. you there's no need to show off. So he this full went. Like I'm, this is my moment. Yeah, to he's like, let me just see if it's a good way. When would that have ever happened, though? Like, when would he get a chance to, like, go to your local pub? He works are at a music ever... store every day. He can no, play but are the there bars. ever like when does he get to perform the bongos? It's true. Do you know what I mean? Like, and also, who's going into a music store going? Let me see the bongos. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so he's like, like, I never get to play with like, these bad boys. It's always the kit. Yeah, he also probably like ripped out a Celine Dion ballad on the kazoo while you were there. He <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to know on 1 800 like, when do you show off? Because he might have thought, I never get to talk to someone who isn't a drummer. Because to a drummer, they'd be like, oh, yeah, but, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. But because I'm not a drummer, he's like, I get to like, Get like, to put you a get bit to of, be impressive. You get to be impressive. So, yeah. 1-800-011-666. When are you in your element and you like to show off? When do you like to flex? Are you in your element and you like to show off a little bit more? Because I was in a music store looking at a like a little bongo drum. Yep. And the salesman took this opportunity to just blitz out some sick beats. And I was like, oh. uh, you don't need to show off to me. I don't, I'm not a drummer. Yeah. 
you could have said, no, nah, you could have hit it once. You could have gone, boom, and gone, that's perfect. <laughs> I would have gone, okay, like, I, you don't need to show off to me. But when people are in the element, I think they feel it makes them more credible to show off. Yeah. So we got Greg from Headland Online now. Greg, where are you in your element and you like to show off? Yeah, so I am a huge hip-hop fan, a big, um, in particular, Kanye West fan. Ah, yes. So um, lots and lots of discussions recently, as I'm sure you can imagine, considering that that's what people mostly like associate with me as a Kanye fan. So having lots of chats about everything that he's been going through at the moment and um, finding myself difficult not to uh, reminisce about the good old days and try to kind of get them back on side. <laughs> so, right. Mm. You don't want to talk about all the Twitter stuff. You want to talk about uh, what was his first album? The, the like, uh, college dropout. College Ask me any question. Uh, any question? Okay. Um, how much did it cost to make? I don't know, man. <laughs> Feeling a little flat after the weekend? <sighs> Dreading the work week ahead? <laughs> Well then, it's time to get energised. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Tony Robbins Motivation Station, the one, the only, Shed Thanks. Boys, 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 great to be back once again on the show. Thanks for having me. Been working hard, Mitch, with the Socceroos in Qatar. Yeah. Got him the win, didn't I? You did. With a little bit of demotivation. How? How do you mean? Not directed at the Socceroos, but the power of fans... Is so important. Yep. So you tell me if you're motivated by this. Imagine I came into the studio and I started hammering Michael, and I just started yep. going after him and be like, "Oh, four eyes!" Like you, you feel pretty good, wouldn't yeah, you? I would. As someone's cut down to size, you feel pretty good. Yeah. So I headed to the stands oh. and I backed for the Socceroos by taking the Tunisians down a peg. Okay. I just- before we go into this, I would like to officially remove myself from this segment. Please continue. Here we go. <laughs> All right. You tell me if you would be motivated by this. You're out there on the mm-hmm. field and you hear over the fence, you go, Hey, Tunisia, most of your power comes from thermal steam. You really are full of hot air. I like it. Yeah, he likes it. <laughs> you go, true? I feel it. All these factual. Yeah, Tunisia, uh, it, most of their power in the country is made by thermal steam. Yeah. Uh, like, don't have a lot of renewables. Uh, but there we go. Uh, next up. Hey, Tunisia. You got the Atlas Mountains. It's pretty ironic because I need one to find you. Oh, because of the Atlas. Because yeah. where's Tunisia? That's a good point. <laughs> he likes it. I like that. He likes That's it. That's good. Finally this morning. You know I like mean we're, we're, ta- we're taking other people down a peg to make you feel yep. good. Yep. Tunisia. More like Tunisia. They had more shots on goal than Australia did. I don't like that one. You did? <sighs> oh, actually. Tunisia. More like Tunisia. Because <laughs> they Tunisia. a lot. Maybe if you said Tunisia. Like Tunisia? Have, like my brain would have. Mi- Tunisia. It's a six out of ten. This is... I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I hope you're motivated. It's okay. Did you finish on that one? It's okay to take people down. Did you finish on that one? Yeah, you can take me down for it too. <laughs> if that makes you feel good. That's what it's about today. Hey, I'm honoured to be in the same room as uh, our staff... Presidente, hmm. <laughs> the new president of the uh, Triple M Social Club, up, 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 up. SCA, SCA. That's true. Includes Our parent the company other as well. Crappier brand hit. <laughs> uh, as the new president of the Social Club, yes. uh, what 
are you promising in your tenure? Well, this is the thing. There's multiple people in the uh, social club. They've been there for a while. Your cabinet. Uh, I was never in the cabinet, but I got immediately put on the mantelpiece. Not only did I become into the club, I I was given presidency. It was a coup. Immediately. (laughs) No, the coup was against the company. Right. I was then elected as like a guerrilla leader, like Mussolini. I was like him, wasn't I? Didn't, didn't That's he a little bit dictatory. Yeah. Do you mean more of a uh, nah, Fidel Castro? No, Mussolini, they liked him, though. His crew liked him. Oh, yeah. And the people liked him. Yeah, the Italians loved him, yeah, initially. I don't, care, I don't care how I got in. Yeah. And actually, no, it was more like Saddam Hussein. Okay. Because <laughs> I got put in by the government. Right. So, yeah, you, you're like a bit of a puppet. Like, nah, but like, because <laughs> he, I'm right, though. He got put in, yeah? I think like so. by I the, the Americans were like this guy because the S the SEA boss said you should be president of the social club. So yeah. in a way, I am a dictator, but I'm a put in dictator. Yeah. I'm a forced dictator. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we're gonna have what like <laughs> gatherings of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.